Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. The second breakthrough that I think is the absolute leveler and destroyer of competition is trust. And I will tell you right now that I believe fervently in my soul that the only thing that matters in our business and arguably in life is trust. I believe so much in this concept that I bet the future of our company on changing its name and recommitting our life as an organization to helping organizations worldwide do nothing other than develop, pursue, exploit, and expand the level of trust they have everywhere in their ecosystem. I believe that if you don't get this one, if you don't get this one, I believe technology is going to hurt you. We have to be vigilant and we have got to be on cue to understand the power of trust in our business and our lives as a 360 degree centrifuge for all things good. Trust is the difference maker. In fact, I think that trust, in my mind, is the greatest and biggest disruptor there is on the planet. I, I think that, that, that if you have trust and you lead with trust, you have no competition. I think one of the greatest things that's going to insulate us and keep us in this zone of using technology as a tool instead of using it as a competitive force or competing against it is the element of trust. And what I want to do in the next 15 minutes or so is I want you to park on this decision as the biggest breakthrough in business that you have to own. And I will give you three specific things that you need to do in the area of trust that I guarantee you will foster a level of engagement with your customers that the likes of which you potentially have never seen. So here are three things to kick it off. Number one, empathy, not technology. Empathy, not technology, is the number one business strategy for trust. What we know in all the studies and what we know through all the research and what we know, and I'll prove it out to you as we kind of roll through this tonight, is the breakthrough is in the soft skill of empathy. And if you don't lead with empathy, you do not lead. Because empathy is required, not technology. Empathy is required to ignite relationship. So relationship is at the center of humanity. There is nothing that technology will ever do to displace humanity. Nothing matters. Nothing matters, including technology. If technology were the name of the game, then ATMs would have displaced tellers and would have displaced bankers. 
If technology were the name of the game, E-Trade would have displaced the top financial advisor groups in the world that have tens of thousands and thousands upon thousands per company of people that believe in relationships. My brother is one of the most successful financial planners in America, works for one of the top three money houses in America, and today he will not take on a new client without meeting with that client face-to-face to have a discussion about what they're going to do short, medium, and long-term with money, money management, and strategy. Relationship is the center of humanity. Deb and I just got back from Australia about four weeks ago, and uh, The company that we helped celebrate a 25-year run, they're still going strong, but the founder of the company retired, and he wanted to have a big party and invite everybody in, and he said to us at dinner, he said, you know what, the key to our success from start to finish has been we've brought humanity into the sale, and no technology on the planet can replace humanity, and you got to own that. You have absolutely got to to own that. I was in the dentist uh, chair, I don't know, nine weeks ago, and I was getting my teeth clean. And I was talking about technology before, uh, before Kelly went into my mouth. And we were talking about it. She said, the good news about what I do is I will never be replaced. I got good technology. I mean, all you have to do is go into a dental office. It's high tech, right? And she said, you know, as cool as technology is, there will never be a computer that can jump in your mouth like I jump in your mouth and clean your teeth. Period. End of story. Most of you know that I had a prostate cancer battle and that a year ago last April I had a radical prostatectomy. And I have to tell you something. I had a doctor that was old school and didn't use technology and painted a picture for me that really wasn't high trust. He said, I don't do a lot of these, but I will tell you that I do them the old-fashioned way because I found them to aid me in being able to navigate the procedure. And he began to describe the procedure of putting an incision about three inches above your belly button and taking it all the way down to your pelvic bone and pulling your stomach apart and diving in there and yanking out your prostate. That didn't sound really appealing to me. And then then the, the deal was, so how many of these do you do a year? And he said, a couple a month. I'm going to trust my entire future to you about this with that and only two deals a month. It's like an LO that does a loan a month. He doesn't have, she doesn't have, they don't have the advice. They don't have the experience. You know, they just, he was old school and it's scared, right? It scared us to death. So the doctor we chose was advice centric. The doctor we chose did thousands of these. The doctors we chose, the doctor we chose had seven people on his team. And they used technology. It was robotical, but one guy behind the curtain had the controls. You're behind the curtain. You have the controls. You got to make sure that it's your expertise, it is your ability to navigate and help buyers and help people that refer buyers to understand the power of relationship. That entire operating room could not even start without human beings at the controls. And I'm going to build a case for you in the next 12 minutes or so that you will love the power of trust. Because here's what happens. If empathy is there, relationship ensues, 
and then connection occurs. And let me tell you this, connection is rarely digital. It is rarely digital. Digital is about compounding. It's about supporting. It's about undergirding the human connection. It's not about replacing it. And here's the deal. At the end of the day, the only thing that really matters is connection. And digital does not allow that. And you got to own that. You got to own that in a way that you have never owned it. You cannot show up the office at the office afraid of technology. You can't think, "Oh my gosh, the sky is falling." Digital this and digital that and, and all, you can't do that because it's not going to be adopted in the way everybody's thinking it's going to be adopted. It's going to be a tool, it's going to be a robust tool, it will change the dynamic of how you serve, but it will not replace empathy, relationship, and the human connection. Now I've spent about 200 hours preparing for this speech tonight. And I'm going to share with you some stuff that I think is going to blow your mind. Here's one of them. According to McKinsey and Company, leading consulting firm, quote, when it comes to our money, we will more than likely always want to talk to a human. We will always want to talk to a human, especially when it's a lot of money. So they go on record saying, if it's about money, people want a human connection. And they want it even more if it's what? A lot of money. Guess what business we're in? We're in the a lot of money business. That's the, that's the market we're in. We're not in the money business. We're in the a lot of money business. We got money with zeros, a lot of them, before the decimal point. <clears throat> and my point to this is this will never, ever, 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 ever be an industry in which you can't play and you can't make a great, great, great living and you can't retire, and you can't pass it on. This will never be that. That's a pretty, pretty bold claim. So me and my friend Google got together. I got to thinking, I got to think, what could I share with you that would really just kind of drive this home? So I went online last week. <clears throat> I typed in, do it yourself. Those are just the three words that came to mind. I typed in do it yourself. 173 million results came up under the search do it yourself. I figured, man, I'm going to share this with the master group because that's pretty profound, right? I figured maybe that's just, it doesn't really, maybe it's not relatable. Maybe it's really just too grandiose because you can do anything yourself. Like you can be a do it yourself, divorce you can do your own divorce if you want. You could. You could do your own parenting therapy. Maybe. You could build a house with a book. Maybe. It just goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And on. So I narrowed the search, which is what you always do with Google, right? So then I, I, I typed in <clears throat> this idea of do-it-yourself mortgages. Okay, so do-yourself mortgages had 17,700,000 results. 
So I'm just saying, you know, I mean, if you're out there in the universe and you want to buy a home and you want to do your mortgage, there are 17,700,000 ways to maybe do it. And all you got to do is just sit down long enough, have some coffee, and just figure out which way is the best way of these 17 million options. Then you're doing yourself mortgages. Maybe that's not quite as refined as I need it to be. So then what I did is I narrowed the search even further and I did online mortgages. And online mortgages are 72,500,000 options under that search, online mortgages. Do you get where I'm going with this? What does a human me want to do? Sit down and figure out where their online advantage is? Or do they want their best friend or their neighbor or their mother or their brother to tell them about you? And I want you to think about this. These are millions and millions and millions, millions. And you can make a fortune funding two or three hundred loans a year. Not a million loans a year. Not a thousand loans a year unless you're maybe Cody and Ryan and some of these other guys that are just Michael Reagan shooting the moon. There's nothing wrong with that. But I got to tell you something. 72 million, 500 online mortgage searches, 10 at a time, is going to take you forever. Check this out. Money Under 30 says there are thousands of options when choosing a mortgage lender. The two most important criteria are, is the lender convenient and do they make it easy and are they reputable? That's for everybody in this room that's a millennial and under 30 and anybody in this room that's trying to serve millennials, guess what? It's not technology, it's not online, it's none of that. It is everything you and I have come to love about this business. It is about the Jerry Maguire effect. It's about relationships. It's about that whole idea that if I am going to build a business around relationship, then I got to figure out what people actually want. And what they want is reputation. What they want is reliability. What they want is predictability. What they want is bankability. What they want is you're going to get the loan closed on time, under budget, no exceptions, no excuses, ever, 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 and that's it. And that's relationship. That's pretty powerful. Nerd wallet. Huffington Post. Shopping real-life mortgage rates and home lenders online is much harder than it sounds. And it's getting even more difficult if you want to get a real mortgage rate. NerdWallet, number one money management uh, online site. Think about it. So I give this to you because I think there's a couple things that you need to own. Two reasons why this type of connection that I'm talking about is uber important. Two reasons why you've got to nail this and you've got to own it. And by Friday, you've got to have breakthrough trust unlike anything that you have ever taken a look at. Number one, customers with an emotional investment in your business are more likely to turn into repeat long-term customers. If I'm emotionally connected to you, you are likely to repeat business transactions with me and you're likely to become a long-term referrer of my brand. 
that digital experience does not create the emotional connection that incites word of mouth. Number two, customers oops, wrong button, with an emotional connection to your business are more likely to recommend your business to others. And I'm going to tell you something right now. In our leadership session today, one of the big directives that, that, that I can definitely tell you is, is happening in the, in the retail purchase-centric business that we are in is the B2C model. And I've been talking to our elite members for this for 36 months. I've been talking to our academy graduates about thinking about what this actually looks like. And today, one of the, one of the top leaders uh, in America that, that has digital insight and knowledge said, the actual key to the future is the person that knows the 300 people on Facebook that can unleash your brand, not because of technology, but because of the impact you've made in their life. And there are people in this room right now that I'm looking at in the first five to six rows that I know have done this. And what you've got to own is the idea that I have got to really come alongside and trust connection. I have got to, as a loan originator, a business leader, and an owner, I have got to be able to bet the future on the fact that the only thing that matters is the emotional connection that I am able to foster and the performance that I then deliver based on that emotional connection and the expressed needs. In fact, if we look at brand attachment, if we look at emotions and brand attachment, here are the things that are coming out screaming to us in our research. The top 10 emotions for brand connection, interest, which is reviews, and trust, which is the connection. But look at the rest, optimism. Buyers want to be optimistic that you can help them. Admiration, buyers want to be proud that they're using you to do the mortgage. They admire you because other people have admired you. They have joy, they have security. That's huge, amazement, anticipation, love. None of those are price, none of those are product, none of those are anything except what? The heart and the soul. So what I'm about to give you will change your life forever. I promise you this, this will blow your mind and you're all guilty of not doing this do I have your attention you ready this is what I want you to own turn down the promotion turn up the emotion turn down the promotion Turn up the emotion. <clears throat> People don't say yes because of promotion. People don't say yes because you talk a good game. People don't say yes because you've done a million loans. People say yes because they feel that you are connecting. If this is about you and this is, and this is about pride and this is about you know, beating your chest and, and how many years you've been doing and this and that, you're dead. If your website is promoting and not emoting, you're dead. If your scripts are promoting and not emoting, you're dead. You just don't know it yet. And the ecosystem looks like this. If, if I'm about promotion and it's all about me and, and I take a look at all of these reverberating ecosystems, the greater the promotion, the lower the trust, the lower the impact, and the lower the influence I have in the marketplace. So the switched-on originator of the future is ditching promotion. Ditching it and owning what? 
owning emotion, owning connection. And here's what their world looks like. If we do this, and it's, it's you, you're just, you're, you're a small part of this, this hub, right? And you look at the less promotion, the greater the trust. And the emotion goes like this. And what is necessary for people to tell people about you and have the about you people they have told use you? It is trust. Nothing else. And so the only thing we have to park on is how are we creating emotion? And without taking too much of our time, the emotion is about the connection because the connection is about the human.